Brandon. It's your sister, Heather. Um, it's been a bit. Last time I talked to you was before your day, and surprisingly, uh, it went okay. Um, me and Missy and Jenny all got some champagne or something similar to it, and we... Um, I thought I had champagne, but it was actually like sparkling wine. So I'm sorry that it was not champagne. Um, but close, but super close. Um, anyway, so we all did that. We called dad, we lit our candles and we kind of just got drunk and talked about you and whatever else in our lives and passed out. And then Dave and Tiffany took me out to dinner to get some chicken wings at good company. And then I think I came home and drank uh, a whole nother bottle of champagne. Um, this was all on a Friday, my very last day of work at, um, RGI. So I had Saturday off and then also Sunday. Um, so I just stayed home, drank a whole nother bottle of champagne, talked to Missy on the phone and, uh, Saturday woke up, felt like a big bag of crap and then decided that's the day I'm going to just kind of chill out of my drinking. And I think I told you and I pretty much already planned on um, taking like a dry January but not starting until after your day so um, so far it's actually been going good this I'm about a month in here now um, so I guess you know it's been um, very close to a month since I've talked to you or maybe a month because it was before your day so um, that's actually kind of going well I've found about a trillion um, non-alcoholic ways to have a beer or a glass of wine. I've even found some non-alcoholic, um, like sparkling wine and things, and they've so far been good. I have a champagne at home that I'm going to save for your birthday, which is Sunday, um, when you would be 45 this year. Um, so, yeah. And Valerie is going to be 21, so that's exciting. Um, I will not be drinking on her birthday. She's mad, but I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm kind of enjoying the not drinking right now, so I'm not giving it any more of a timeline. I'm going to just, I guess, you know, I feel like go as long as I can and then do that. So um, that's kind of where I'm on with the alcohol anyway. There's a million different places to get a cocktail or um, there's even a new little place called Verbena and it is a, um, a whole little bar where I can get drinks and I go there and I buy um, alcohol substitutes and it makes me feel like I'm having a beer or a cocktail and that's makes me feel better. Like I feel like I can get through it whenever I have those moments if I have those. So it's actually been kind of fun, kind of experimenting. So I know you would have given up drinking for the most part for a really long time, but not necessarily because you wanted to stop drinking just because, you know, you could only have so much fluid uh, in your body. So alcohol was an easy thing to cut out probably in those instances anyway. But so I know you know, not, it's not something I can't do. I know I can, and I actually feel so much better. I'm getting better sleep. Um, I don't feel so 
bloated. My face doesn't look like all red and bloaty. Because it was, you know, I mean, it was whenever, you know, whenever I drink, it would be too much. And you'll be very surprised to know. And I'm sure you actually know, because obviously, you know what's going on in my life without me really telling you on these little conversations. But that Travis has since also put down the booze for a bit. So he's working on his third third week. Um, third or third and a half, I don't know. A week of not drinking. So he's also saying how much better he's feeling. So who knows? Um, I guess the big, the big, um, like my birthday's coming up next week. I am not really all that jazzed, to be honest, to drink anything even on my birthday. I'm still kind of okay with not. Um, yeah, nothing. I mean, there's one drink that, like, I really want to try it. And not because, obviously, you know, if there was a non-alcoholic way to do it, I would be all on it. But it's at the Judith, that coffee place I love. And it's got, like, olive oil. And it sounds so amazing and delicious. And that's why I want it. Not because there's booze in it. But I'm not getting it because there is booze in it. So, I mean, I'm even looking. Did you know that Bitters has alcohol in it? At, like, 45% alcohol. I mean, for such a small thing, like, it's a negligible amount of alcohol that would probably... Um, get into a drink if you splashed it into like a soda water or something probably I mean it would be like a thousandth of a percent or something ridiculous because it's only just like a, a shake like a like a drop but who even knew they had it so I'm looked um, looking up some non-alcoholic bitters options which there are so you know probably try to grab some of those I, I mean I don't know right now I'm kind of embracing it and I also sort of just feel like weirdly at peace with it. So hopefully, you know, it lasts. I, If you want the truth, I would like to even wait until I go to Italy to, to have anything to drink. Um, which may actually be a really bad idea or a really good idea. I haven't decided. Because, like, it could be a really bad idea if I just start drinking when I'm in fucking Sicily. And then I'm hammered after a couple glasses of wine and I can't, like enjoy myself, then I guess I'll know. I'll just, you know, I guess not drink wine if, if I have that kind of, if it has that kind of effect or whatever. I don't know. I guess I'll figure it out. But I, you know, to be honest, there's no, besides St. Patrick's Day, there's really no days that I really feel like I need alcohol in my life. Um, and now, you know, the Guinness, the 0, 0.0 Guinness, honestly, fucking tastes like a Guinness. Like, it's so incredibly close to what a regular Guinness tastes like. Why would you even not? Like, I don't even, I don't know. I don't know. I'm working on things. Just working on things. So we'll see. Not saying I've quit drinking. I'm not saying I'm going to quit drinking for sure until June. I'm just saying I've gone my 30 days, just about. I think this week makes my 30 days. And, um, I'm going to just keep going as long as it feels good. So there's that. Um, back at Planned Parenthood, I've been there for about, this is my uh, third week, actually, finishing up my third week. And this is finally, honestly, the first um, week where I even really kind of got a, a real kind of description or understanding of what it is that 
that I should be doing and what they want. So um, that's good. I'm on my way there right now. I'm going to go um, just, they got some new ultrasound machines, so I'm going to go play with those for a bit. Um, it's weird. Every time I pull into Bedford Heights, it gives me like a sick to my stomach feeling when I don't see you sitting there at the front desk. And um, the first day I went there, uh, or maybe second, I don't remember, but one of the days I was there when I first did, and I've only been there maybe twice, three times, um, somebody had a car very similar to yours, and it made me want to fucking puke, to be honest. Um, made me feel really fucking sick to my stomach, honestly. Um, and it's still something I'm just working on, getting through. So, it doesn't feel regular, it doesn't feel right to be there, and you're not there. So, um, it really doesn't. Um, my home base now gets to be, um, Brooklyn Heights, which is amazing. It is like, like four or five miles from the house. So, um, I think Nisha kind of, she said there's like some kind of culture issues going on right now there. And, um, she kind of just wants me to keep an eye on things and just kind of be a presence in the building. So I, I'm a hundred percent on board for that. Um, I don't, cause it, you know, like what you said, maybe I'm just not the kind of person who can just sit at home all the time and do work like that. Cause I'm also like how you were like, I can't do this. Um, I can, I mean, I like it a little bit, like a couple of days. I like to just sit home and do my work there. Um, but I need to get out of the house and go see some human beings. I cannot, uh, just do this all day long. I don't know how people are doing it. It makes me feel depressed <laughs> to be there all day by myself. Um, I mean, yeah. So yeah, I have to get out of the house at least a couple of days a week and go in. And with this new training plan, I think they want me to start, um, getting it ready to, for March to have some people trained by April to be able to work in the abortion centers and or health centers and figure out, you know, where the plans are from there. But I'm having this idea because, um, Jen Graham, my friend who used to work with me at Planned Parenthood and now in lives in Columbus, but works somewhere else now. Um, she is going to some training thing in Michigan, um, for obstetric gynecologic ultrasound and then they charge for a day one day $2,500 and they're not I mean I would have to take the class to be 100% but I looked at the agenda and the curriculum and honestly they're not teaching anything that I can't teach to someone that I don't do in fact I have probably you know with RGI and learning how to do saline ultrasounds, 3D ultrasounds, um, all that, I, I may in, in some ways be in a better position to train because I can do um, infertility training too. So not just pregnancy dating and, um, you know, looking for ectopics, things like that. I can actually teach them, you know, what, what they need to do for infertility and everything. So I want to, I don't know, maybe, uh, I, I know I mentioned it to Planned Parenthood, like, hey, why aren't we getting in on that kind of revenue? 
Why are people driving to Michigan from Columbus to do a one-day class that costs $2,500? I am 100% certain I could teach that class, and I could, we could get that kind of money also. But then I also thought to myself, what am I, a fucking idiot? Why don't I do this? Why don't I just, you know, buy a fucking ultrasound and do my own training? I don't know. I think it it's a thing that could, it's popping into my fucking head. I mean, I guess, obviously, I would need a space to do it. You can't train on, um, you know, transvaginal ultrasound. You can't just have people over to your fucking house. You're like, here, let me put this up your twat. Nobody's going to enjoy that. And, you know, maybe Travis, because he'll, you know, if he's home, he'll be like, this is the best day of my life. But, you know, patients are not going to be too jazzed about it. So I honestly want to see how it is that they are getting patients and where they're getting these patients from. So, or if they're using a simulated patient, which is also (coughs) pretty cool and you can rent them. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Things I think about, like, maybe I could have my own business. That might be something cool to do, if you want the truth. Wouldn't be 100% against it. Um, so, I know you probably heard me talking to Marissa about the whole Clarissa thing. And I'm sure you, I don't know what you thought. Um. But she did not have your back during that investigation where she said, she basically said a lot of times um, that she did not authorize you to do that, um, to make adjustments to accounts because someone had been told that they, um, did I just get off on the wrong? I did. Oh no. Did I? No, I didn't. I'm right. I'm okay. Sorry. I, I forget a little bit going to bed, like Bedford, it's just like muscle memory. And I just thought for a second, I got off on the wrong exit, but I didn't. But she told, um, Nisha that you did not, uh, get her authorization for the majority of the patients or for at least quite a few of the patients that you adjusted the amounts. So it did, you know, of course made it look like you were stealing. Um, But yeah, Clarissa did, in fact, actually steal money from Planned Parenthood. It was caught on camera. So, which is very fucking stupid, if you want the truth, because she knows there's a camera there. I don't understand it. Um, She took, I don't know how much money it was. But I did find out that yours was supposed to be like $2,500. That's what they said that you allegedly would have stolen would have been about 2,500 bucks when it, when you added up all of the adjustments that you made. Um, and Nisha said, you know, after talking to Clarissa, cause she technically like, called her after, um, Clarissa got fired or quit or whatever, you know, obviously I got a whole different fucking story from Clarissa, um, that that's cause I mean, you know, I didn't believe that at all. I thought, there's no way. It's a weird thing to say about Clarissa. She busted her ass for that place. And um, Gretchen and Nisha both were like, yeah, we were heartbroken when we saw the video, but it was on video. She would literally took a couple hundred bucks and hand it to her daughter behind the desk. And she would put money underneath the printer 
at the front desk and slide it underneath her printer and then later on go get it and retrieve it, whatever. So I don't know how much, you know, they're accusing her of having stolen. Um, but she did do it and she completely made it sound like it was just a rumor because when I said, yeah, I heard that, um, she was like, yeah, like, you know, this is what they're saying about me. And this was true. So Nisha talked to her, called her and, um, Clarissa apparently was like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. It is what it is. So Nisha was like, yeah, I don't believe she's like, now I don't believe that Brandon was the one who took that money. She's like, I don't think she's like, I don't think that Brandon did take the money and probably that either she did make the adjustments or she took money. Um, is basically what she thinks now because she, because Clarissa completely fucking blew it off. Like, yeah, I did what I did too bad. Fuck you. So, you know, and you know how I feel about her these days. I mean, gave her money and she completely ghosted me and just, you know, fuck you. I paid your groceries and I don't know, whatever, you know what it is, but you know what it is with Clarissa, but I just, you know, I was really disappointed to know that she actually completely threw you under the fucking bus. That really pissed me off. So, and I'm glad that you passed away without knowing that as an alive person, because I know that would hurt you, but I know that now wherever you are, that's not something that's going to be a bother for you. So, cause you're in a happy place and nothing is bad or bothersome at least with regards to that crap. So, uh, I don't know. Um, you know, that's the stuff. That's all the things. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, let's see. Let me catch up on the cats. Um, see. Oreo's doing good. He's got like a little, um, sore on his face. So I'm kind of making him just like chill out at home. He's, um, sleeping on the bed right now. He won't let me fuck with it, but it has, like, I saw something on his face and I was like, please don't be a tick. But it was like a big pus. Cause I touched it and it was liquid and it was like a, I don't know, creamy color. And it obviously causes him pain. So I'm just keeping him in the house. I tried to clean it. He was not a fan. So I'm just going to let him lay on the bed and sleep all day inside in a safe place where he's clean and doesn't have to worry about it getting any more infected. And I'll try to put some Neosporin on it or something. Maybe when Travis gets back, I will um, try to have him, like, kind of hold him so I can put something on it and clean it. Little idiot is pregnant again. And she's pretty big. So I bought a cat birthing center on Amazon. And I'm going to set it up this weekend in the spare room. But, like, in the closet of the spare room. Because... I know she's going to want to like burrow in and be in some place where she's feels safe um, and kind of separated from anybody coming in and out, whatever, so she can protect her babies. So once I get that all set up, I'm going to have to trap her. She's going to hate my guts. She's probably got, you know, a few more weeks to go. But last time I let it go and let it go and I was like, I'll get her in this weekend. I'll get her in this weekend. And then she... She fucking went and had the babies somewhere. God only knows where. And, um, you know, we don't even ever really truly know. I think that they, you know, those were the ones that we saw on, um, 
on the APL's website, but I don't ever know how, like what, like how they left her, where they went, like what happened. So, um, and maybe did she have more? Who even knows? But this time we're taking her and the babies and they're going to stay in the house until everybody's safe. And, um, then I'm getting her fixed. And that's, that's just that. Um, I think she's too far gone to have a cat abortion. So, um, just work on getting her, her fixed after she has her babies this time. Um, and then get them fixed and I don't know, maybe just give them to the APL so they can adopt them out. Cause kittens like that, uh, find homes a whole lot fa faster and easier. Um, orangey girls across the street. I think I told you, um, and that's about it. Um, I don't know if Gray's pregnant. There's a Siamese that's around. I've seen her been like Oreo had sex with her. Some black cat had sex with her. Very likely she's going to be pregnant this year. Um, Gray looks puffy, but not round and rotund the way that little idiot looks. So I don't know if she's actually pregnant or just chubby, like put on a little bit of winter weight. I don't know. Um, yeah. So that's what's going on with the cats dogs are the same. Um, Missy's all moved into her new apartment. Jenny got an apartment. Um, potentially just a one bedroom, maybe a second, you know, it's not a whole lot more for her. So she's moving out. Um, got an apartment, said she could get the keys as early as today. So, uh, I am very fucking proud of her and very fucking excited for her because that's a big, that's a big fucking deal. That's a big step for her. Um, She's making her life happen for the first time in her whole life, really. Putting herself above everyone else, and I'm very fucking proud of her. So, um, you know, Travis and I are where we are. I don't know where that is, and I don't know where it will be. Um, I don't think we're still in a place yet to talk about whether or not we're going to stay married or what we're doing. Um, we definitely need uh, some intervention if if that's going to make it and, and we need to take it a whole lot more seriously than we took it before. Um, we're going to have to have those really, really hard conversations that we just, I think avoided last time, but I couldn't honestly tell you, I'm not completely convinced we're going to make it at all. So I don't know. That's, that's going to be something that's TBD. Um, Yeah. That's it, my love. Um, your birthday is Sunday. And I have a big bottle of non-alcoholic champagne that I'm going to drink on Sunday. Um, maybe I'll get a couple. I don't know. Um, oh, they're like 18 calories a glass, for fuck's sakes. I could drink the whole fucking bottle and it's less than having like a fucking can of Coca-Cola. It's amazing. <laughs> um, like, why wouldn't I drink it? Uh, and I'm going to call Jenny and Missy and we're going to dad and we're going to do the candle again and celebrate your birthday. And maybe, I don't know. Oh my God, Brandon, you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to get a fucking Dolly Parton Duncan Hines motherfucking cake. Cause she's got a couple new ones out. I am going to make you a motherfucking birthday cake, a Dolly Parton Duncan Hines motherfucking birthday cake for your birthday and Val's. Why not? Of course. Um, and Jennifer Anderson, cause you guys are all on the same day. Um, yeah, that's what I'm going to fucking do. I'm going to stop and get a motherfucking 
Dolly Parton, Duncan Hines cake. I don't care. It's going to be the pinkest, girliest, fucking flowery. I don't give a shit. That's what we're doing for your birthday. Dolly Parton, Duncan Hines. And honestly, I should buy like 20 boxes so I can make one every year in case like something happens and they stop featuring Dolly Parton as a cake mix. I should get like fucking ton of boxes of them so that I can make one every year for the rest of my life. Just in case. I don't know. Maybe I will. Anyways. All right, my love. I am at Planned Parenthood about to walk in and start getting myself going on this ultrasound machine. So, um, I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you. Maybe I'll talk to you on your birthday. I don't know. Um, haven't decided. I don't know how I'll work it, but, um, I'll certainly be talking about you and I will make your cake. And maybe I'll tell the girls to each make a Dolly Parton cake too. And that'll be a thing we do from now on. I don't know. Um, but I will update you and happy birthday on Sunday. I love you. I miss you. And I will talk to you soon.